Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, this can't be possible. No way. This for the Washington Post via the Indianapolis Business Journal. And according to the story, younger women have closed the pay gap or are outpacing their male counterparts in nearly two dozen U.S. metropolitan areas. This was research published Monday. Me, I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. That's how we play our game. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. Find everything on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, everything at TonyKatz.com. I was told that the biggest problem of our time was men got paid more than women. Of course, no one ever paid attention to anything like who was in the workforce or how people negotiated uh, for uh, a higher price, right? Never personal responsibility getting into play. Just screaming and yelling about the pay gap and the gender gap, whatever other garbage people yell out there because they don't know how to have honest conversation. Better to blame somebody than to look inward. But now, now Pew Research Center analysis of Census Bureau data says women younger than 30 on average earn at least as much or more than men in D.C., New York, Los Angeles, and 19 other major metro areas. I only hope this means that they're the ones paying for dinner on the first date. Because if you're not paying for dinner, ladies, on the first date when you make more money, um, you trash. Trash! Starting the third hour with a bang, I see. I am am exhausted by crazy, producer Ari. Exhausted. This whole pay gap conversation has always, to me, been such a despicable one. Women, negotiate in your best interest and negotiate for what you think you're worth. And if you're not willing to walk away from the job, then you don't have any negotiating leverage. End of list. That's it. You know what my negotiating leverage is as a radio host? I'm willing to walk and ask anybody who knows me and anybody who's worked with me, I'm willing to walk at any second. Producer Ari, true or false? 100% true. 100% true. I know what I'm worth. I advocate for it. Now, sometimes I don't get exactly what I want, but you know, that's part of a negotiation. Part of a negotiation is everybody bleeds and nobody dies. Right? They get a little bit of what they want. You get a little bit of what you want. That's how it works. A negotiation where you get everything and they get nothing isn't a negotiation. That's very, very rare that you're able to make that work out in such a way. And if it works out that way sometimes, it might work out the other way sometimes. And Well, that's going to suck. But this idea, oh, we're just not paying women properly. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm not, I won't even, I will not even take a phone call on it. Well, maybe I'll take a phone call on it, but I'm not taking a phone call on it because we do, we never get into the conversation about whether or not women are negotiating in their best interest. Certainly there's the conversation, the idea that women aren't in the workforce as long as men. So if you take a look over time, If you take a look over time, men will make more money, right? Because women are the ones who have children. And that's just the way that one goes. We're talking about on average here. We're talking about on average here. These are just just facts, and they can't be denied. And I'm not being rude when I state them. Everyone knows I'm not being rude when I state them. That men over time will make more money than women. 
But when you talk about two people going after the same position, your negotiation status is the same. This is what you want. If they're not willing to pay that, what are you willing to accept? If you're not willing to accept it, are you willing to walk? And if you accept less than your counterpart, regardless of their genitalia, that's on you. What this article tells me is that there is a proactive move out of guilt (laughs) to pay women more to prove how good and woke they are. Well, fantastic. I wonder if they also followed up to see whether or not this has led to any increases in inflation or costs for consumers in all sorts of categories. I don't care what women get paid. I, I Let me say that again for the people in the cheap seats. Should I, should I scream it out? All right. Here, I'll, I'll move back for the mic. I don't care what women get paid. Here, I've got another one for you. All right. How was that? Did that sound good? All right. Did that sound clear? It was subtle. Yeah. All right. Here, let me, let me, let me give you another one. I don't care what Jews get paid. How many more groups do you think I can do, Producer Ari? I mean, I I think I got the point. You could do like 40. I don't care what gay strippers get paid. That's that's pretty specific. I also don't care what Christian strippers, Jewish strippers, or Muslim strippers get paid, or straight strippers. Strippers in general don't care what they get paid. Nor Muslims, nor Christians, nor gay people. I don't care what Hispanics get paid. I have never asked the question. I don't care. Not angry when I say that. It's honest. Because you don't care what I get paid. Although you may be curious about what I get paid. You don't care what I get paid, do you? I mean, in, in the, seriously. Do you actually care? Like, hey, if, if Tony Katz isn't making this, I, I don't know. I just don't know how I'm going to sleep at night. I will bet you cash money you're not saying that. I think you like me. You know I like you. But I don't think you're saying that. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about make-believe. We're talking about pseudo-intellectualism on this concept of pay rates. The findings show that while the gender pay gap is narrowing for young women, common life events like child-rearing that occur, uh, uh, age, uh, present, persist obstacles to wage growth, according to Richard Fry, a senior researcher at Pew who conducted the study. And here's his quote. This is consistent with a finding that labor economists have well documented, that women suffer a penalty when they become a mom. For that, I would throw Richard Fryer off of the tallest building. Theoretically. Not literally. No one's throwing the man off a building. But Richard Fry is a schmuck. And so is anybody who goes down this road. It's a penalty to become a mom? Not a choice. Sorry. I'm out. That is a radical, radical position. It is not a penalty. It is a choice. And you're right. It's not one that men have to make in the main. Although there are certainly cases of men staying home and women going back to work. My wife and I, when, when we were broke, and I always say when I was broke, right? It was my fault. Um, and broke as broke can be. 
and we had kids, and the kids were little, and broke as broke can be, and we made the determination that one of us was staying home because raising those kids was more important than the money. We made that decision. My wife was a professional. If she could have gone back into the workforce and created more upside value and made more money than me, she would have gone back. And we discussed it many times as I was trying things and some things were not working out very well. You were not around for the early years, guys. You have no freaking idea how rough this was. Today, let me just, I just want to share with you what happened today. I did the morning show. And then I did uh, my morning Rumble show at Rumble.com, which is sponsored by Americans for Prosperity. Then I did uh, my second show. Then uh, I I will record a video uh, for one of my uh, new services at Locals, TonyCats.Locals.com, a subscription service we're putting together. Then I will be planning out things we're doing this week for Eat, Drink, Smoke, my cigar and bourbon show, which is on over 60 stations across uh, the the, the country, while I'm working on the, the second book. You didn't know me. When nobody would talk to me. You didn't know me when I was fortunate enough to have like a core audience of 20 some odd people online while I was doing radio that nobody was listening to in the market that I was in. And sometimes the markets. You didn't know me when I couldn't afford anything. And if it wasn't for Craigslist, my kids would not have had clothes nor toys. You didn't know me. I think about that stuff all the time. You know why I do the work that I do? All the places that I do it? Because I know what that was like. And I'm here to tell you, it sucked. I used to do radio in my car, guys. I would go to any meeting anywhere for hopes that something would work out. And then if I couldn't get back to my home studio in time, on my laptop with a USB microphone through Skype, I was connecting to my radio station and, and doing the show. In the back of my car I have seen people get handed radio shows and they're upset that it's not more high profile bitch please you never worked for anything in your damn life you have no idea what it took to get here no clue Now I'm going to be told I get paid too much because a woman's only getting X? Not a chance. I don't get paid enough. I used to do radio shows out of my car. Behind me in the studio are four shoes, two pairs of shoes, four shoes that I wore to every single event when I first started out. Any place where I could get a speaking gig, any place where I was showing up. The same suits year after year after year after year. And those shoes that I wore so often that I wore holes through the soles that I could not afford to replace. You can actually see the marks on those shoes where I taped them with duct tape. Walking around Minneapolis, I did an event with uh, the late Herman Cain. And it snowed and it was rainy and we were speaking. And I was in those shoes, water seeping up through. They are on display. I walk into my studio every morning. It is the first thing I see are those shoes because that's what it took to get here. You think I'm worried about pay gaps? Until you're willing to do that, ladies, step off. Oh, men too. 
You think I feel bad for being able to get to this place? And what is this place? There are things I failed on. There are things I attempted to do that didn't work the way I wanted them to do. I truly thought that we were in the perfect spot for national syndication. You know what I learned? Maybe not. That's the way it went. Yet a cigar and bourbon show through the roof. Who knew? Some things you can't explain, some things you cannot decide, sometimes life will decide for you. Like, for example, getting pregnant and having a child. Sometimes life will decide that for you. Sometimes you make a decision, and it's not a penalty, it's a choice. The personal responsibility concept, theory, philosophy, value states that you are responsible for you and somebody else doesn't have to pay you more because of whatever is or is not swinging beneath your legs. That's insane. And it creates a valueless thought process that we should not engage. But if now women are making more than men in these 19 metro areas, I want them paying for dinner. And if they're not going to pay for dinner, then I, I... I I don't get it. Once you change the dollar dynamic, you change all the dynamics. So ladies, ladies, you start start paying for dinner. Indianapolis, Carmel, Anderson metro area, women have a median annual earnings equal to 92% of those of men. All right, we'll go Dutch. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Democrats avoid being blamed by Republican candidates for inflation and the prospect of recession as they head out on the campaign trip. Well, Joe Biden has done a very good job under difficult circumstances as it relates to the economy. No, he hasn't, Hakeem Jeffries. Why do you lie? Representative Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat of New York, lying through his teeth like it's his job. Wait, that might actually be his job. Lies. Lies right there. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. You want some more? Here's some more Hakeem Jeffries lies. Republicans lie about the economy, lie about President Biden's record, are lying about the causes of gas prices. They'd rather sort of elevate the pro-Putin wing of the House Republican Conference than blame Vladimir Putin for the price increases that we are seeing at the pump. This is who House Republicans have become. That is some lion gaslighting right there. I mean, that's just ugly as sin. You're not going to notice how gas prices went up a dollar a gallon under Biden in that first year alone. You're not going to notice the inflation increases under Joe Biden and his policies alone. The spending that's happened under Joe Biden alone. I won't argue that there wasn't bad spending under Donald Trump. There was. The pro-Putin wing of the, of the Republican Party. That is garbage. And just another reason why people hate um, elected officials. I mean, it, it is hate. This billionaire tax nonsense, this is hate. 
Well, what we need, you see, what we need is those 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 uh those uh, wascally uh, billionaires uh, to pay their their fair share. It's nothing more than Joe Biden rehashing uh, Obama. Now I'm a capitalist, but uh, just I want. Can we just stop for a minute and say no, 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 no? You're not. No, you're not a capitalist. You liar. You liar. You liar. Ah. Oh. That wasn't even the point. Now, I'm a capitalist, but uh, just, I want, I, I, if you make a billion bucks, great. Just pay your fair share. Pay a little bit. A firefighter and a teacher pay more than double, double the tax rate that a billionaire pays. That's not right. That's not fair. To tell a billionaire to pay his fair share is so ridiculously dense is so incredibly daft, is so horrifically ignorant. It's ignorant. It's exactly the kind of of vicious hate that one would expect from the Biden administration, from people who don't have a mind, from people who are not interested in honesty but rather are interested in the type of a propaganda pushing and hate spewing that brings you to a concept and a conversation like this. Republicans lie about the economy, lie about President Biden's record, are lying about the causes of gas prices. They'd rather sort of elevate the pro-Putin wing of the House Republican Conference then blame Vladimir Putin for the price increases that we are seeing at the pump. The pro-Putin wing of the party. That's, um, that's something else. It's not as something else as Representative Madison Cawthorn saying that uh, he is invited to a lot of, like, well, orgies where people are doing cocaine. Holla! Which is like the it's it's the craziest story in the world. I believe it. You think there are a lot of members of Congress having orgies and doing coke and like, hey, Madison, come join us. Oh, not members of Congress, but like DC people, absolutely. I meant members of Congress, DC people. I I think you find those people everywhere. I think it's one of the weirder stories out there. He's making that claim that's happening. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Pelosi, take back the majority, impeach Joe Biden, and I'm going to nominate Donald Trump for Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. And so after the next election cycle, when we take back the House of Representatives, when we send Nancy Pelosi back to the filth of San Francisco. Yes, sir. Do you want to ex-president trump uh to be the speaker i would have you talked to him about it i have what did he say oh i keep my conversations with the former president uh, between the two of us ha that's matt gates that is producer ari's favorite member of congress he is the worst 
just going to town on this idea of Trump as Speaker of the House. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. How you doing? What's up? Uh, you go to uh, Locals, TonyCats.Locals.com. This is a new subscription service that we are putting together. Things you cannot get anywhere else. You'll be able to get on Locals, part of Rumble, just more of the content offerings that we are putting out into the world. You can go to Rumble.com slash TonyCats and find it from there. Or just go to TonyCats.Locals.com and learn about how you can get things that you just cannot get anywhere else from all the things that I'm doing, things exclusive uh, to members at TonyCats.Locals.com. There is no rule about who can be Speaker of the House. The House nominates a Speaker. No one ever said the Speaker had to be a member of the House of Representatives. So yes, Donald Trump could be sitting there in Florida and be Speaker of the House. So we understand each other. It's possible. But it's not because Trump's going to run for president and win. At least many people want it. Uh, So we're clear. If Trump's the nominee and it's Biden, I'm voting for Trump. There's not a question. We don't have to think about it. If Trump's not the nominee, then I'm going to take a look at who the nominee is. The problem is, is that if the nominee was Jeb Bush, <clears throat> oh, sorry, sorry, this just kind of, kind of threw up a little bit in my, in my mouth right there. Oh God! If the nominee was Jeb Bush, and uh, the other choice was Joe Biden, I'd also vote for Jeb Bush. Oh, hot, 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 hot. That's hot. OMG, are you kidding me right now? You deal with your reality. Now, here's also reality. Jeb Bush is never getting the nomination. The the establishment part of, of Republicans doesn't stand a chance against the activist part of Republicans uh, because, uh, well, they're just so much louder and so much better at moving a message. Like in, 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 in stratospheres, better, right? Magnitudes, better they just are they're just they're just better at it so uh, we, we don't have to worry about things like that it doesn't mean that they won't run it means that jeb bush can't win primaries compared to a rational go-getter if you were to ask me if i think right now is the party you know set on Trump, the answer is no. But it's so funny, we were there at CPAC. We were there at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Orlando. And I swear to you, the only thing that you heard about was Trump. DeSantis's name did not come up at that event. It didn't come up. He spoke. People loved it. He was there in some polling, but it wasn't what you saw. What you saw was 24-7, Trump, 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 Trump. It's only after that event that DeSantis' name comes up again and again and again and again because as governor, he's just crushing it. And it has been for so many people. Um, you know, they are... Um, it's, it's, they're inspired. 
Here's a guy who fights back. Here's a guy who fights for parent for parents. Here's a guy who won't back down. And they're seeing it not because it's good for him. It's not about him. It's about others. He's doing this for us, for we, for kids, for better society. That will just have you jump up huge. Huge. So... I think that there are there are a lot of reasons why you're never going to see it as uh, as someone like Jeb Bush. Meanwhile, Mitch McConnell, he is a no vote on Joe Biden's budget. Well, of course, of course, he's a no vote on Joe Biden. Who in the world would be in favor of Joe Biden's budget? His five point seven nine trillion dollar budget, which is all about the lefties and the leftism a hundred percent about this idea of green this green that green the other never never met a green thing that he didn't like as a matter of fact representative acacia cortez was uh, just delighted about the what she's been able to take in for the green projects um, we also secured really exciting, also here in Bronx, about $800,000, almost a million dollars for the first Green New Deal project in the United States. Green New Deal all about two years ago, introduced it, they said this is pie in the sky, this is impossible, this is unrealistic. Well, the Green New Deal is about three things. It's about decarbonizing and getting our carbon levels and emission levels down so that we can stop contributing to climate change. It's about environmental justice and focusing on communities impacted by environmental injustice and environmental racism like ours. Because not everyone experiences the kind of pollution that black, brown, low-income, and working-class communities Anybody who favors the Green New Deal favors Marxism and should be voted out of office. They are fools and they should be called as such. Environmental racism and environmental injustice are simply codes for wealth redistribution and for bad policies that are going to affect those same people. It's mythology. But there is something that is true about what she's saying. That the... the political left took a look at this and said absolutely absolutely let's let's get this done oh my gosh this is great all oh, our base is gonna love this it's not gonna do anything it's not going to uh make anybody's life actually better but if you want to push the marxism if you want to uh push control of other people's money if you want to further remind people that all they are atm machines to our radical ideology this is perfect remember i don't know representative acacia cortez as a friend or as, or as a person as a daughter i have no comment to those things as a member of congress she's just terrible childlike nonsense policy she can't run a country she couldn't run a yogurt stand she can't do it she doesn't have the capacity but when you have a party that is able to engage fantasy because there's so much of our money to take to engage their fantasies, well, this is what you get.
It's like hearing her talk about uh, student loan and canceling student loan debt. I was sharing this earlier. I mean, this is something. It is Biden's power and ability to cancel student debt and nobody else's. Well, with with his falling um, uh, approval numbers, one would think that they might be open to trying something other than, you know, sort of cruising down a path to a very tough reelection. Do you get any sense of whether or not they're open to that? I think the fact that the Biden administration has not been squarely shutting down a lot of these executive orders does convey an openness, but I do think that time for the administration is running out. Mm. And we do not have much more time to wait um, because these falling poll, you know, polling numbers, I don't believe in governing by polling, but if that is a concern, which, you know, to be real in elections, sure. it's, it's a real thing. Um, we need to acknowledge that this isn't just about middle of the road, an increasingly narrow band of, of independent voters, uh, but this is really about the collapse in support among young people, among the Democratic base, feeling like they are not, that they worked overtime to get this president elected and they aren't necessarily being seen. Translation. If you find yourself slipping, if you feel yourself slipping in the polls, just give away a bunch of free crap and then, you know, you'll do better. That's that's what she said. That's what she said. It's it's it is unreal. Uh, also in in the news uh locally uh they come to a settlement between uh, Abdul Hakim Shabazz of Indy Politics and the Attorney General Todd Rokita. Who didn't think it was going to go like this? I swear to you none of us none of us here understand what the Attorney General is doing. I like the Attorney General. Always been good to me. I think he's a solid Attorney General to be honest. But all of a sudden, there you have Abdul Hakim Shabazz, and you're like, oh, yeah, you can't come to my press conferences? You were going to lose that fight the second you said the words. Why would you even fight it? What was the point of it all? Shabazz sued uh, in federal court with the help of the ACLU, which is a terrible organization, but neither here nor there. And now it got settled. He gets to go back to uh, press conferences. He can go to the press conferences. You don't have to call him the dude. You didn't know how to do that? Call him once every six months? There it is. If, if you want to call Abdul a gossip columnist who promotes disinformation, you're more than welcome to. But you still let him in. The whole thing never made any sense. The whole thing was always so completely ridiculous. It was... There, there was never a moment where this was going to work out well for the Attorney General. Never, ever, ever a moment. I don't know. I don't know why he did it. I don't understand the value of it. Whole thing. The whole thing was just ridiculous. So I'm, I, to the extent that I'm glad it's over, uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, that, that, that it's over. Because I didn't want to have to, I just didn't want to have to hear the crazy anymore. Less crazy, the better. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.
The Israeli prime minister has COVID. That's enough Tolly Bennett. Me, I'm Tony Katz. I, I will tell you, as I have many times, uh, that Israel, I think, has handled COVID all wrong. Their lockdowns provided no value whatsoever. I thought it was an extraordinarily unnecessary reaction. There's a great example of disagreeing with Israeli policy and not being a Jew-hating bigot. Let Ilhan Omar take note. But you have these people who have been more protected from COVID than anybody you can imagine. They get COVID. Why? Because some people uh, get COVID. Some people get COVID. They they do. It doesn't matter if they've been vaccinated. You got the FDA now saying what? A, a fourth shot? A, a, a second booster? However they want to describe it. Still can get COVID. Don't be silly. Being silly is what the progressives are doing as Representative Ocasio-Cortez didn't mean to talk about her twice. Um, you know, uh, she's now the fifth House Democrat to call on Justice Clarence Thomas to resign or be impeached because of his wife's text. So Ginny Thomas, she was, she was uh, what? Uh, she thinks that the election was screwy? Yeah. Was, she, yeah was, was she actively saying that it, was, uh, that it was stolen and that Trump should be president right now and it should be a coup and we should take over when she's doing that? Nah, the, the issue is that she was communicating. The issue that people say is that she was communicating with Mark Meadows about what you need to do to stop this, which, I mean, okay. Stop what? Uh, Biden becoming president. Oh. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think she's allowed to lead, to live her life, unless, of course, women of uh, uh, political figures should just be, you know, forced into the kitchen and seen and not heard. That's right. So I'll, I'll let Ocasio-Cortez figure that one out. But there's never a moment where they're not talking about some conservative judge or justice who has to be uh, censured or has to recuse themselves or have to resign. It's a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch of garbage. Now, they could impeach. They're the Democrats. Of course they could impeach. And they would have the power to. They've got the people. And I would suggest that Republicans watch very carefully and that when they get the House and the Senate, impeach Sotomayor and impeach Kagan and impeach Katanji Brown-Jackson if she should be confirmed, which I believe she will be. Just get them gone. Right there and then. That's what I would do. If you want to fight this fight, let's fight this fight. You have zero proof, evidence that shows that somehow Clarence Thomas is, is uh, compromised. Zero. But you don't care about that. Well, I care uh, about that very, very much. But I can show you in decision after decision after decision, uh, that the leftists on the court don't actually care about the law. They care about satisfying Ocasio-Cortez. So vote them out. Gone. Impeach, gone. Impeach, gone. Impeach, gone. Boop, 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 boop. Easy enough. Easy enough. I mean, if you want to fight, I'm just up for the fight. I don't want it to be like this. But if you're going to make it like this, I'm... Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's go to town. Let's let's go to work. Uh, meanwhile, producer Ari wanted me to remind you that uh, Abdul and I work at the same station, WIBC. 
because um, I was talking about the the uh, back and forth with Abdul Kim Shabazz and, and the Attorney General Todd Rokita, and that case has been settled, and Abdul will now be able to go to the press conferences again when the Attorney General is saying you can't come to the press conferences because you're not credentialed media. The whole thing was nuts. So just so we all know how everything connects. I know, I, I figured everybody knew that, so no, I wasn't I, too worried. No, no, I'm sure. I was probably freaking out, but right. it's my producer's but, job is to freak out. Right, your job is to make sure we cover everything so someone doesn't say, ah, Tony Katz, I'll tell you what he did. Yeah, that crook. Please. It's, it is, it is, people do get crazy. People do get strange and they do get ridiculous and they do decide, oh, you didn't do this right, you didn't do that right. They've always, always have got a reason. So, sure, happy to, happy to clean it up. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.